Imagine a safe place to have candid conversations about all things business as a confident Christian woman coach and CEO. Imagine a safe place to share, connect, grow, build as you unlock what's inside you. A confident Christian woman coach and CEO to clarify your specific mission, message, mandate, mantle to market. Imagine a safe place to learn how to develop a business blueprint, lay a firm foundation with business structure, policies, procedures, service, and product development that builds the business framework and construction. Welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Letsom Reed, certified business coach to confident Christian women coaches. Confident Woman Incubator Podcast is a platform for you, Christian women coaches that desire a safe place to unlock what's inside you, to develop a business blueprint, gain clarity of their specific mission, message, mandate, mantle to market, lay a firm foundation with business structure, policies, procedures, service, product development that builds the business framework and construction to overcome fear, shatter misconceptions, increase confidence and profit by faith in all things business. Welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. Join us each week for these candid conversations to unlock what's inside you in all things business. Well, good afternoon. This is day three. Can you tell me? Yes, what it is. It is day three here on Confident Woman Incubator. That's what I'm talking about. All things business. Did I tell you all things business world tour is happening right here? This is our third day. This has been a phenomenal. You have been introduced to some high-powered, confident Christian women coaches from around the world. And today is no different. So welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, and you know what to do. Go ahead and drop it in the comment. Hashtag the confident woman. That's what I'm talking about. Go ahead and get your phone. Go ahead and share it out, because this is what we do right here on Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. We share, ladies. We connect we grow and what do we do we build to advance god's kingdom in all things business that's what i'm talking about so good evening good afternoon good morning wherever you are in the world welcome right here to confident woman incubator podcast i am your host your visionary the one that has put all this together just for you to unlock what's inside you the confident christian woman coach and ceo my name is coach doreen lesser reed certified business coach to confident christian women coaches all around the world as you have seen these last three days i actually have the privilege the honor to serve my boss the most high god the ultimate businessman who by the way is always hiring and looking for you to sign up right now today yes he is 
I have the honor and privilege of actually coaching high-performing Christian coaches 40 and over how to develop this business blueprint to gain clarity of their specific laser focus mission message mandate mantle to market and what do we do we do this through laying of a firm foundation with our structures and our policies and we begin to build the business framework and construction show you can overcome fear shatter misconceptions increase confidence and profit by faith in all things business and guess what y'all we bringing you right to unlock what's inside you magazine i have the cover girl she's headed to a hot date with her husband that's why she's all glammed up girl you better know you better take care home first if you want to take care home business you better take care home first so she's about to just come on we didn't even do an intro that's why it's a little different today because she's in the car they got a cruise date going on and i had to catch my cover girl my client Dr. Wendy Rose Banks, what's going on, Cover Girl? I am doing well. I'm really <laughs> um, pumped about this date, and I'm pumped about this cover. I'm pumped about my future. Oh my God! Now, Wendy, I am you, blessed. I am you, you gotta tell them how we met and how this has this experience has changed your life go ahead and talk about it right here on confident woman incubator podcast well you know several times i've saw you um having like different events and different things and i followed you watched some things and i had prayed and i asked and i said you to show me or lead me to someone who could help me to define and break down what it is that you're trying to out of me and she reached out to me just me i said god you you know you're faithful then doreen sent me a message and i'm like you know what this is her this is who you was talking about and so god let me write to you and i'm gonna tell you something my life has changed and i'm getting more clarity on who i am and where I'm going with this thing that's inside of me. Well, I want you to share with them, you know, the clarification process that you have been going with, you know, going through, you know, because you are, I want you to just talk about, you know, your background, that you are a wound care nurse. You have, you are a phenomenal servant leader. You have done anthologies on your own, and now you have made a decision to be a part of Are You Lit? So, you know, and you're a part of this anthology. But I want you to kind of like put it all together for the listeners here on Confident and Incubator podcast because when you made a decision to work with me and you made a decision to even upgrade to co authorship. We talked about that this wasn't just going to be about you writing a chapter. So I want you to kind of like talk about that entire experience. Well, okay, as my background, I've been a nurse for over 20 years and I have helped so many different people in different capacities. So I've had, you know, experience in long term care, short term care, I mean, rehab, but God has really shown me that basically like with me being a wound care nurse so that is my role now is where i help people to heal from different um different capacities from surgeries to open wounds and bed sores and different things but 
I noticed that there is such a um, similarity in the healing process of a wound as a wounded individual with their traumas as to the same as a person whose wounds is healing in different stages and different phases. We have different phases and different stages that we heal from. But when I thought about the fact of people not being their traumas and you talk about wound care, we talked about women overcoming Wait, yes, <laughs> we ain't gonna give them the whole scoop. Now they got to, they got to get the book. They got to get yes. involved. They got to get involved with our women you overcoming. Just yes. overcoming their yes. trauma. Yeah, we, yeah, we, gonna leave, we, gonna, we gonna put a pin in it right there. We're not gonna tell you all our trade secrets now. You got to follow. You got to follow Dr. Wendy Banks Rose. You got to follow her up that ladder because we going up over and over. Come on here. We going up. Yes. We're not here to play. So you got to follow us and see what's going on. And, you know, this woman right here, she, that cover, I'm going to share them this cover. I want you to talk about this cover, girl. When you saw, because you saw it, be, you know, before anyone else saw it, what did you think? Oh, my God. What <laughs> did you think? Listen, when I saw this cover, even, even though it was like one of the pictures that I took for one of my professional photo shoots, it was like God really truly just put a pen in it and said, look at my creation. Look at where you're going. You deserve to be on the front page. There you go. You're on the front cover. You are my chosen one. <laughs> so so Dr. Wendy told me that you wanted me to be the cover. I'm like, really? <laughs> because you know, when I met you, what was the first thing I told you? I said, Dr. Wendy, I said, now nah, when you work with me, I I, I don't play. I, I I I when I give my clients my word that I'm taking you higher, I do my utmost best to serve and deliver. So, you know, I told you I had a surprise for you. You yes. said, well, I love surprises. You had no idea when I say I have a surprise. Now you know that it's not going to be nothing I'm playing with. So what was your reaction to that? <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I'm like, out of all of these people that she deal with on a daily basis that pretty much have a, a, a stable, strong bond and relationship, she chose me. But I believe that the choosing me came from God choosing me as well. So it wasn't just because I'm just that special in that capacity, but I'm special to God. Just like we all are special to him, no matter what. But I just really felt super special being on the front cover of this magazine. Now, you know, I mean, what, what's really happening is unlocking is really what's what's really truly being unlocked inside of me is happening day by day and every time we get together i discover more and more about myself of more of what i've already been giving but i haven't been using it's so many different things that's there that's not being used but god unlocks it through the knowledge and the wisdom of his servants it's it's my honor it's my honor to serve uh 
I love what I do. Um, you know, as you know, I've, I've been in marketplace ministry for 25 years, coaching for 13 years as a certified business coach, two confident Christian women coaches. You ladies make me lit. You ladies make me be in a leader that's intentionally trailblazing. I under you ladies make me so aware of my mantle that is on my life, and I am honored to serve Dr. Wendy Banks Rose. I count it an honor to call you my client. I count it an honor to do what God has put in my heart to do to elevate you and other confident Christian women around the world. It is my honor to serve him. I love my ultimate businessman. I adore him. He's my everything, you know, so that's just my heart. Um, and we talk about this offline when in our one-on-one sessions, you know, you, you may, you, you know, I want them to know that we talk about this, not just in public. We've been talking about this for months behind the scenes. So, yeah. you know, what, what has that been like for you with just, you know, our one-on-one sessions? Our one-on-one -on -one sessions, I can tell you that you pull. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, my God. I've never had anybody to pull as much out of me and make me really, truly see me in a different light. And I said, boy, Doreen is up early in the morning. She ready. And when she's up in the morning, she's ready and she's thinking about where we're going next. What's our next strategy? What we're doing next? What are we thinking about? But first and foremost, God has been first and foremost in every meeting. There's a prayer. I mean, even in the last meeting, I mean, it just went above and beyond. I mean, it was God's presence like full blown. Yes, he said that he's there and he said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. But when I tell you his presence was so thick in the midst of our meeting, it's like, wow, I love it. I love it. Because one thing that I, there are several things that I've noticed about um, dealing with you, Doreen. I realized that it's not just about you. It's not a, a selfish thing. There's so many people that you can deal with in different ways where it's all about them and it's all about the money. And it doesn't even matter if the people grow, they just take the money. But what I've noticed is I'm getting everything and then some from this coaching and from learning how to be lit and unlocking what's inside of me. It's so much more. It's, it's, it's a family, it's a relationship. I mean, a true relationship. Now, you know, I got to ask your husband, what did he think when he saw this cover? Does he want to comment or he'll let you comment? Because I got to know he's in the car. Y'all going on this date. I, I got to I got to know, does it have anything when you saw your wife on this cover? You said, I got to do something to make sure she know. I know she's a cover girl. Is it? Is it? Is it? Tell me, sir. Tell me what is your reaction? What's going on in your mind? <laughs> Well, she's always been my queen, so that just topped the cake to see her on the photo, to see her on the front of a book cover like that. Um, I can't be nothing but proud. I'm a proud husband. I mean, I feel like I had the most beautiful woman in the world. I mean, God gave her to me, and uh, I honor and respect her. Oh, I'm about to cry! <laughs> <laughs> and then the... the and yet, guess what, sir? The You got the the magazine today 
you have just given this her this surprise cruise and you know it's all coming together god bless you all god bless your marriage i just pray in the name of jesus god's hand continue to increase the anointing upon you and your wife because i believe there's some things that god wants to do in both of you going forward together going forward together to advance god's kingdom sir i salute you god bless you dr wendy i tell you when uh, when people tell you they got a surprise i don't know what's going on but two surprise i mean this has been ongoing surprise after surprise and now you're going on a cruise date with your husband this 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 cover just came out to the world it's going out now my team is working sending it out to five million tell your tell your tell your husband five million five million <laughs> it's going out <laughs> it's going out they are working now behind the scenes he's getting all the information hopefully by monday and tuesday it will reach all five million with my reach distribution not including all this that's going on today online so you know what i just don't even know what to say do you <laughs> no. no i don't but i tell you when i get surprises i get good surprises <laughs> you think you, you think yeah right you think <laughs> all right wendy let's show them what you are now a part of and get your reaction to this as well. What is your reaction when you made a decision to answer the question, are you lit, leader intentionally trailblazing? What was your decision-making process and what, what sets this anthology apart? Because you're not just writing a chapter, you're getting ready to launch your business and brand in less than 90 days my god what do you have to say from that unique perspective well when i thought about being a leader intentionally trailblazing i said you know what i am a leader yes i am you know no matter how many times we look at ourselves and we don't feel like we're leaders we lead we have to lead ourselves first before we can lead others and also in the process of leading others we have to lead by example and I feel like every day at my job, that's what I do is lead by example. And not only that, I'm very intentional with it. And also I'm trailblazing. There are people that are watching and rooting me on, even those that you think are not rooting you on and they trying to hate. It don't matter if they trying to hate, they really do appreciate who you are. And guess what? I don't care if you're trying to hate. I appreciate your hate because all it does is push me a little bit further into it. But I am a leader intentionally trailblazing to do the will of God and do what it is. He placed me on this earth to do as a mandate, carrying this mantle for his mission and for his purpose and not mine yes 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 absolutely and what do you think about the the different perspective from just you know not just writing a chapter but taking that chapter to catapult your business and brand to new heights i mean we're going in a different direction and you're doing it in just 90 days how does that feel oh this is i mean i've never seen anything like it before i've never seen anything like it before but it actually has brought my horizon and allowed me to 
expand my mind, to be able to actually have the confidence, to have the confidence and the courage to actually do it and to step out on faith to do what it is that I'm supposed to do anyway. So all this does is because I know that, yes, I do write. Yes, I am an author. Yes, I'm a best-selling author, but guess what? Now there's so much more and now this is helping me to be able to stand before people and represent who it is that I am and who I was called to be. Well, you know what? Y'all are on this date. I am not going to take any more of your time. You look gorgeous. Who knows what's going to happen after today? I don't know. Who knows? It may be more surprises at this point. I have no idea. <laughs> it may, it may, you, you may get there and roses are everywhere. It may be confetti. I have no idea what is going to happen on this date. Y'all are looking beautiful together. I'm so happy for you. God bless you. I'm looking to see. I'm going to be praying about how God wants to use both of you as a married couple to help others overcome. Sir, is it okay if I pray about that, sir? It's fine. Thank you, sir. I want to make sure we're in agreement. The Bible says, how can we walk together unless we agree? And so he is the head of the house. And so when I pray, I know I get results. So I want to ask permission before I pray. <laughs> Have y'all ever thought about doing yes, something together? The head of the house. Yes. And have y'all ever thought about doing something together as a ministry? You know what? No, but what's happening is um, we had some things that we had gone through, and now God is really showing us how to work together through some things. And I do believe that God wants to use us in that capacity to help other uh, married couples. Um, we hadn't really talked about it in detail, but I do believe that that's, you know, that's something that, that God is placing upon us to do. Well, this is what we want to do. We want y'all to have an opportunity to talk about that in that realm, and you know, in that realm, in that vein. I'm going to wait before I pray about it because I want to be respectful to your wishes and making sure that you're in agreement. Because as you know, when a mandate is accepted, when a mantle is accepted, then, you know, it, it goes full steam ahead. So I want to give y'all that time to talk about that and then be sensitive to that. And then we'll go from there. But y'all have a great time. Enjoy yourself. I'll see you when I come back from my break, Wendy. We got work to do, girl. <laughs> yes, yes, All right. Yes. Talk to you later. All right. Thank you so much for having me on here today. Absolutely. 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 I'll see you later. All right, we're going to be bringing out our international guests. And I tell you, this show right here, all, this is where you want to be right here on Confidoma Incubator Podcast. We have a beautiful array of panelists coming on. We're going into our second segment tonight with the illustrious and beautiful CEO, Brenda Sawyer. And we also have our international CEO, author, all these ladies coming in. 
this young lady is from the UK. And so we want to just welcome you to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. And I'm going to turn it over to you, Tomito, and let you pronounce your name correctly, first of all, for us. And go ahead and introduce who you are and what you're doing, what you've got going on as a Christian CEO. Hello. Good afternoon. Oh, I forgot where I am. I'm in the UK. Good evening. Um, well, it's morning in the UK nearly. Um, my name, I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for uh, inviting me um, to be part of this program, uh, All Things Business Are You Leads. Um, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Timmy Tope Odetende. Um, like I said, I live in the UK. I'm a pharmacist by profession. I work in different capacity um, in terms of setting within the healthcare. Um, and I work like a, a, a regulatory inspector as well. And I'm uh, 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 what you would call the head of medicine uh, for my organization. And on top of that, I um, I published two books. Um, one of my latest book is called The Ambassador. Um, which is about being an authentic Christian and representing Christ um, wherever you find yourself. Uh, I, I, I look at it as ambassador in the marketplace. Um, so it, it is about, you know, pushing people to uh, to leave the dominion mandate because that's where, you know, when the Bible says that you will be, um, the, the mountain of the law will be higher than every other mountain. And so where we find ourselves, we don't have to be on the pulpit to preach. We can preach in our workplace. We can preach and do business for Christ right there um, in, in, um, in, in our sphere of influence. And that is what I do. Um, and I'm so grateful to be able to come um, and share uh, about myself, my book, as well as this program. Thank you. Absolutely. Go ahead and go into a little bit more detail about how you came up with this type, this title for your book. What is that? Let's walk through the actual mission of the book, the message of the book, the mandate of the book, the mantle that is upon your life. And now how do you see it translating into the worldwide marketplace? Let's give you an opportunity to really unravel that and unlock that for us, as if you will. So um, the book is a, a funny enough, the, the way I feel God deals with me is that it gives me a picture and it gives me a comparison. So a, the book uh, started out as a Bible verse that came up and the Bible verse is about being a soldier, that if you are a soldier, um, you will not mingle yourself with the affairs of the civilians. And they they... I kind of get engrossed in that and I was like, okay, what is what what is a soldier? What do they do? Why are they different from a civilian? And I went into actually studying about the soldiers of the world, how they train them. And I find that, that actually the training is, is 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 the same of what God is trying to do with us. One of the was one of the key main way they train soldiers of the world is to actually what they call resocialization. They transform their mind. They begin to think kingdom. They begin to think nations. And they are not, 
you know when i was when i was looking at it it shows that they 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 actually for instance when they when they they recruit them they shave them they change their appearance the way they talk is different they talk about the kingdom the nations they represent and they begin to act that way and they find that actually anything they do however they behave they, they it has to be in line with what um they represent i.e the kingdom they represent and it just blows my mind and you know when i was comparing it to what god wants us to be he wants us to represent in the bible verse in luke he says occupy till i come and you know how do we occupy when we don't even know how we are told to occupy how we have to behave how what are the values we have to carry and you know and one of the things he was talking about about their training they're trained for strength and stamina um, the way they eat is to build strength and stamina. So there are things they're not allowed to eat. And it makes me think, actually, there are things we're not permitted to eat in the kingdom. There are there are other people can want to watch certain things, but you're not permitted to watch those things because it doesn't build stamina. It doesn't build strength in you. And I begin to go more and more into it. And I was just, and we came to an end and I look at actually, you find that, that as the soldiers, as the soldiers, as they represent their kingdom, because they become so skilled, they represent in different forms. So there are soldiers, so to say, ambassador and representative, they represent presidents. They represent, you know, they stand beside the president because they've developed skills over time to that they know that if they stand beside the president, nobody can just shoot the president. You know, you know what I'm saying? So because of that, in the kingdom, it's the same way. And that's why our result is not the same in the kingdom, because the more you know how to deal in the kingdom, the more results you 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 are able to obtain in the kingdom. And there are people that do special you know, special assignments that other people don't do in the kingdom because they God was able to trust them with those things because they've sharpened their skills. They, they've learned the way of the kingdom over the years. And at the end, it looks like, like okay, what is the reward? And it's the same thing with God. He's giving us, he's, at the end, you know, they, they, they give medals for people who have served their nation over the years, who have conquered this, who have conquered that. And it's the same in the kingdom. We are promised, you know, medals at the end. However, there are reward for actually being able to occupy even while we are here. And as long as we, we occupy, it, 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 the other thing I, I, that it was so, um, I was so intrigued is their uniform is actually built for what they were able to do. So the uniform of a navy is different from the uniform of a soldier. It's different from the uniform of an army. It's different from the uniform of the people on the streets. But they are representing the kingdom. But at their uniform, kind of, and it helps them to be identified with their mates. And it, it always makes me think, okay, I said I'm a Christian. Can people actually identify me as a Christian? Because I should have the uniform. And people should be when you when you soldiers see themselves, they identify themselves because there is something 
that makes them to identify each other as soldiers, you know. And so that is what my book is is about. Is about actually, are we representing Christ? Do we do we know what we're representing? Are we authentic in that representing? And do, do people even know that we are who we said we are? And you know, and have we developed ourselves that God can trust us with special mission? He can trust us with big businesses. He can trust us with corporation. He can trust us with finances, knowing that if we have the kingdom and it did, we have a kingdom mind, or we we are kingdom minded, and we're not going to just go and build our own little thing on the side. Um, one thing a man of God said to me that always reminds me is that God wants to pass water through you, but be reminded that any part that carries water will be wet. And so while you're carrying that water, you'll be wet. So you don't need to be worried that, oh, I need to hang on to it. No, because when you carry the water, you will be wet. Yeah, you will be the first one to be wet because the water has to come, <laughs> it has to come out of you. And you know, and I'm I'm so passionate to see, especially, and one of the things that I saw very clearly when I was writing my book, I, I wrote the book about at the end of 2019, but I wasn't able to publish it for some weird reason. I wasn't able to publish it until after COVID. And God was just like, yes, because this is the right time, because the love of many are waxing cold and they're not representing me anymore because they were so scared about what has happened and they're drawing back and I need them to come back to that place where they're representing me. They're not going out there to represent themselves and running after themselves. Things are tough in the world, but I am. if they represent me, and one of the things God reminded me about my book is that, did you notice that the soldiers of the world, they don't actually pay for things. The nation pay for them. The nation clothed them. They even clothed their family. They have free transport because it's already provided for. And he said, it's the same thing in the kingdom. If you do the kingdom business, it's already provided for. And it, it, it brings me to that verse that says, seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness. All other things shall be added. But it's in a sad that people are running after things that God said is already added. And it's because we know we kind of left the kingdom and we are seeking these things that, you know, is added. And so I could talk, I could talk a long time about, about that. But I'm so excited to, you know, see the people of God come back to that place, that place of authenticity, that place of knowing that actually if I represent Christ, these things are just an addition and they have to be added because it is already provided. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate you being here all the way from the um, London area, of course, the United Kingdom. Kingdom. This is what it's all about, having this international conversation, learning about how you know the i just love what i do ladies you you ladies make me live miss coach brenda you ladies make me get up in the morning and just start thinking and start preparing you ladies being around me help position me to be a better leader to be more intentional to make sure 
that I embrace the uh, mantle upon my life to continue to trailblaze because I understand that there is an urgency. I understand, just like our sister here is saying from the United Kingdom, she's across the world. She's saying that she too has gotten a mandate from the uh, from our boss. We have the same boss. Come on here now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? She's all the way across the in another part of the world. She is staying up. It's morning where she is, but because of the mandate, because of the mantle on her life, the urgency to write this book the urgency to be here on Kapaluma incubator podcast the urgency to be a part of all things business world tour and share her story from the london perspective from a christian woman christian woman in business perspective there is an urgency ladies this is not just something that we just do to have something to do and i think we need to talk about that here coach brenda that it is literally a compelling it's a compelling that is getting you up on clubhouse at 11 o'clock for weeks for months to do testament tuesday and inviting people like me on the platform to let's just direct people to the goodness of god so you know i just want us to really talk about the urgency that is in our hearts right now uh coach brenda go ahead and introduce yourself and of course we want you to translate what you're saying uh in spanish because you have been teaching spanish for multiple of years and it was in my heart to welcome our spanish-speaking sisters in christ to confident my incubator podcast um, and i will be calling upon you again we're going to continue to work together to continue to advance God's kingdom worldwide. We are not, uh, we break barriers. I burn boxes for a living. I take that very seriously and very literally, obviously. Here we're seeing the evidence of what God has asked me to do. So I'm going to turn the mic over now to Coach ah, CEO, Miss Beautiful, co-author. I mean, the list just goes on and on with this lady. She has just got a plethora of knowledge and wisdom, um, and I enjoy working with her. I'm glad for this divine connection. Coach Brenda. Well, I'm honored to be here, uh, Coach Doreen, and to the, all the other ladies on the stage. Um, I am Brenda Sawyer. I am the author of Encouraging Words, best-selling author of Encouraging Words for the Mind, Spirit, and Soul, Along with other best-selling anthologies and collaborations, I am the CEO of Girls Walking with Integrity and Empowering for Destiny, where I equip Christian women with strategies to move from pain to purpose by encouraging, empowering, and transforming their lives by, through biblical principles and teaching to be all that God has called them to be. Now, I'm hoping that I can do all this during because... I'm speaking in English, thinking in Spanish. It's a little difficult because I'm really rusty. I'm not going to sit here and perpetrate, but I'm a little rusty. So I, I, I'm using a device. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, hmm, let me see. Let me see how I can use it here. In um, Jesus' name, you can do all things in, Je in Jesus' name, I know that I can do. I'm so used <laughs> to speaking in English, though. So in Jesus' name, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, okay, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I'm gonna translate that for you in Spanish. 
And that is que yo que, ya que estoy bien, puedo hacer todas las cosas a través de Cristo, quien me portaceles y voy a traducir eso para ti. So that's what I can do. All, that says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And um, I'm just I'm just on it because God does place a mandate on our lives. And we know that all the way in the UK, wherever we are, that's where he is. And he places a mandate on our lives to do the things that he's called us to do unapologetically because we are kingdompreneurs. I love that, Coach Doreen. I love that term, kingdom kingdompreneurs, because we are in the kingdom as his kingdompreneurs, his ambassadors. So we have that mandate on our lives to do what he's called us to do unapologetically, no matter what anybody says. Okay, so that's what I plan to do anyway. I know I, I, I love encouraging people. I love the word of God, the unadulterated word of God. I don't, I don't mix, you know, I don't like gummy bear, you know, sentences in the, I, it's a true word of God. And we don't play with that. We don't change it. We don't add to it and we don't take away from it. So we, I want to be able to encourage people to know who God has called them to be. And he's called us to be great in everything that we do. So I'm just, I'm grateful to be here. Um, I, I, I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> I'm just, I have a lot to, I have a lot. I mean, there's a whole lot in me and I would go on and on and on for hours. Um, I am a retired school teacher where, as I said, I impart knowledge um, and I've been retired for, I taught for almost 30 years and I've been retired for almost 12 now, actually 12 years. So I'm grateful in what I'm, I'm doing now to empower and reach people all over. I mean, just connecting. I call God a great connector because he connects people. We don't know how he does it. And it's not up to us to know how. He just does it like we're being connected here. We don't know each other, you know, but we're being connected by the great connector, as Coach Doreen says, our boss. He's our boss. He knows who we need. He knows exactly who he's going to connect us to. So we don't have to sit back and worry and like, oh, well, wonder what's going to, we don't worry about that. Let him do the work. Get out of the way and let him have his way because he is the way, the truth, and the light. That's what I always say to myself. Get out of your own way, Brenda. Get out of your way and get out, get out of God's way because He's the way, the truth, and the light. We can't, we can't get in his way. He has a greater plan than we do. He always says, you know, if you want to make God laugh, you tell him your plans because he's going to really laugh and have a good time with that. Because <laughs> they're, not, they're not our plans. God's plans are his plans for us. And you know what they are. They're to give us an expected end. And how many of us here are expecting an end from God? An expected end. We know he's going to... You don't have to know how he's going to do it because he's going to do because his word says so. And that's what we have to believe. So I believe that we are on here for a specific reason. And I'm going to translate this again. I'll try to again. Um, wow. Uh, I'm so used to speaking in English. I'm so sorry. But um, no, I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I'm doing everything unapologetically. I don't say I'm sorry. Not at all. I, I don't even use that word anymore. Sorry. No, 
that doesn't it's not a part of my vocabulary so what i'm doing is i'm going to okay let's just see i will not uh say that i am sorry i am doing everything unapologetically and i'm speaking that's all it back so i'm gonna okay so it says no there que lo siento estoy haciendo todo sin pider Discuples, cuple, cupla, cupla, discuples. Okay, so that's what I said. I'm doing everything unapologetically. And so, um, as I said, I'm a little rustiness, but that's okay. God knows, you know, He knows, and He knows the intention of my heart. He knows what I need to speak. And I want to speak a word to everybody out there that have a book in them or have something that God is telling them to do, and they're not really paying attention. They, you know, you got to know the real word, of the, 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 the voice of God. Who's talking to you? Okay. Is it God? Is it, you know, who is it? Because we have so many voices out there in this world that we know we've got to realize and recognize the voice of God, the true voice of God. We know that he's telling us to do things. What are the things that he's telling us to do? Who are the people he's calling us to? Okay. So that's what we need to find out. We don't need to hear all these voices. We need to only know the voice of God who's telling us to do what we have to do to make a difference for others in this world. Because we are the ones. We are the ones that the world, the world's watching us. The world is the world has its eyes on all of us Christians. Okay. So we've got to walk the walk, talk the talk, you know, put some put, put some action behind your faith, put some feet to your faith. Because we know that faith without works is not is dead. Okay, so we need to make sure that we keep that faith and walk by the faith and not by the sight. And remember what God tells us that we are to reach people who don't even know Him yet. God will lay somebody specifically on your heart that you can go to and say, you know, do you know the Lord? <laughs> somebody in the, yesterday, for an example, somebody was in there playing the lottery, and. Um, so I said, oh, well, you know, I said, oh, you know, I got to get this lottery. And I said, well, he said, because I, I can't do it. I can't meet my, I said, but you know, there is a God that, that I serve that meets all needs. Did you know that? So she said, oh, hmm. You know, she thought about it, but at least I got that word in that God supplies all of our needs. You know, you don't have to go out here and scratch a $2 ticket when you know that God is the creator of wealth. He has given us that power, as Pastor Reno always says, that dudamous power to go out and get the wealth. And a lot of us don't understand that because we think that, okay, well, money is money is uh is is bad. It's evil. It's not money is not evil. It's the love of money that's evil. The love of money that is the root of all evil. Because if if, if money were evil, God would not have created it. So in Deuteronomy 8:18, it says that God has given us the power to get wealth. So that's what we stand on. It's not evil. It's only evil when you put the money and you run after money and you put it above God. So we're not doing that. We know who holds our future. We know also who gives us this money, this power to get wealth. And to get wealth is not to just buy all the things we want. No, it's to advance the kingdom. We are the kingdom preneurs that will advance, that will advance the kingdom of God with what he gives us, the knowledge that he gives us, the, the money that he gives us. It is to advance the kingdom of God right here on earth. 
So, you know, I mean, I, this is this is me. I can't explain it any better than that. Um, I'm going to say, I can't do both. Well, I shouldn't say I can't, but I'm going to do it again. Let's see. Um, okay. It is, okay. It is, it is God. It's not working. It's God that gives us the power to get wealth. Um, for some reason, I don't know. It's not really working. Okay. It is God that gives us the power to get wealth. And money is not evil. It's the love of money that is evil. So I'm going to see if I can translate that now. Okay. Didn't take. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, you know what I'm saying. Money is not evil, but it's, this is, Shireen, this is a real challenge for me. So I'm thanking you for the challenge because I've never had this challenge before. So I'm thanking you. I'm stepping into the challenge. It may be not in my zone, but I'm, it's catching everything I'm saying right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I'm stepping into the challenge, Coach Doreen. And um, I am doing this through Christ because he can strengthen me. So now. Yeah. Spanish. Okay. El entiendor, entrendador de desafío, Dorin y yo estamos haciendo estoy. So I'm stepping into the challenge that you have asked me to do, you know, and you, you because you have a way of, <laughs> and uh, you said it also, that you have a way of really, you know, bringing things out of people. And I'm happy because anyone who challenges you to do that, you know, that's God ordained. And that's very important that you get out of yourself and get into what and who God has called you to be. So I am very grateful. I am so grateful. And I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm just grateful. I can't even begin because when I retired, I didn't say that I didn't know what I was going to do. I always said, you know, I want to retire and and teach and educate in a different capacity, not in a in, in a classroom that was never air conditioned for thirty years. No air conditioned. <laughs> I don't even know, but hey, I did it. Loved it because it's my passion. I never said that. I always said I want to be, a, you know, an educator and impart knowledge in a different capacity. And this is what God is allowing me to do. He is allowing me to do that. And I'm so grateful to God and for the people he, he's put in my life. You just don't know. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. And I thank you, Coach Doreen. I thank you, ladies. You know, and not as, as you, I can go on and on and on. Um, <laughs> if I can. I'm going to let the other ladies chime in. Uh, Coach Tanisha Carroll is here. I'll let her take off her mic and introduce herself as well. Um, and we're going to come back to our illustrious and beautiful coach, CEO, Miss Brenda uh, Sawyer, so she can continue with her translation. This has just been in my heart a very long time. I had someone else come on and do a translation of Spanish for me. But I want to get more consistent. I'm very huge on being consistent and welcoming in different cultures. God wants us to really uh, share, connect, and grow and build with different cultures. He is the God that established different cultures and different languages. And he is a God that has literally burnt down every barrier. In his mind, there is no barriers because he is the one that gave the philosophy that we complete 
not compete. And we see that in the book of first of Corinthians, before you even get to the love chapter, you have to read chapter 12 because it actually lays out how the body of Christ is to truly function. And you don't see any schisms. He does not allow schisms. He is against schisms. He's against fractions. He's against circles, just round around with the same people, the same clique all the time. Nobody's going up. Nobody's going over and we ain't going out. We just constantly round and round and our, our heads done turned into Bibles and we're angry with each other because we see the different mantles and how God wants to use uh, the different anointings. Listen, it's by the spirit of the living God. And if you can't get that, you don't have God. It's just that simple. He literally says over and over when you study that first Corinthians chapter 12, he says, I do these things by my spirit and the diversity and the inclusion comes from me. This, uh, you know, this new age definition of diversity and inclusion, it is off. It is, it is off. It is so left field. It is giving you a license to do whatever and whenever. And I'm in, you're going to include me because I got to be included. Really? So let's go back to the ultimate businessman. Let's go back to the principles that he has laid for us over 2000 years ago, because he changes not either. You're going to change, but he is never going to change the word of god says that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he almighty is lord so you can get with the program or you can literally step aside and get run over yes i said it i said it boldly i didn't stutter i will repeat it you can bow now or you can bow later you can get in the program or get out the program but you will be left behind and you will be run over he does not change he is lord we are not lord we are spending a lot of energy a lot of time trying to tell him what he gonna do what he gonna tolerate what he gonna accept honey i'm here to tell you judgment is coming and you better repent that means to have a renewed mind everybody in their mama talking about a renewed mind and your mind so far to the left you don't even know if you come and go in darkness light don't know what you're doing and let me help you you better turn and get yourself together because he releases those of a reprobate mind and he will lead you to yourself which is probably why you and your foolishness you in i'm talking to confident christian women coaches you saying that you a christian like our sister said i'm just telling it to you straight she gonna say it sweet i'm not the one so i'm gonna tell it to you straight you want sweet talk to to me don't read her book I, I i'm not gonna do that i'm here to tell you this is the law this is the standard. It's not going to change. Oh, well, Coach Dorian, we're not under the law. We're under grace. Let me help you. Jesus Christ came to fulfill, hello, the law, not abolish it. He does not do anything against his father. Read the book. Hello. Everything he says comes from the father. Him and the father are one. Hello. Get with the program. You can get in the program or you can literally be run over as a confident christian woman coach i am called the god has mandated me commissioned me and compelled me it is my job to coach and train confident christian women coaches so anyone that comes in my presence it is my job to lay down these fundamental coaching principles, especially if you're coming to me saying that you are a Christian coach. 
That is part of my job to ensure that as you are laying and developing your business blueprint, especially if you're saying you want to use biblical principles, it is part of my job to make sure that you are established in the perfect business plan. Because if you are not established in the perfect business plan, you cannot lay your business on firm biblical principles because you don't know what they are. And so part of my job, not not all of my job, but part of my job is to teach you and coach you and train you according to the way my boss has taught and trained me. It is my responsibility. I'm going to be held accountable for how I coach, what I say, what I do. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. I am nothing. I can do nothing. It's a wonder I'm even here talking to you. Who knew, right? I ain't want this job. I told him he was crazy. Show did for three months in 1996. Ain't have nothing to do with this. But here I am. He's using this little old girl that everybody said couldn't do nothing, wouldn't do nothing, stuffed my head in a corner saying you wouldn't read, couldn't read. He decided to teach me how to read himself just to shut, shut people up. Still teaching me. Everything I know, I learned from him. Everything. So what am I saying? We have to get the understanding that we have a standard. There is a standard. Our sister from London, the UK, has that's basically what her book is about, that we are to have a standard of living if we are going to call ourselves confident Christian women coaches. We can't be Christian one day and world next day. We can't be in the in the vineyard and out the vineyard the next day. We can't say, well, I have the ultimate businessman, and then the next day I don't know who is who who is my boss. I'm just everywhere. I'm here, there, and everywhere. No man, we don't operate that way. We must get committed. We must get to the standard of living that we have been called for. This is a job. Hello. We are employed by the best boss possible. And just like in corporate America, you have an HR department that gives you policies and procedures. You can either get with the program or you will be fired. You can sign that OSHA document. You mm -hmm. can sign, you have to sign certain onboarding policies and procedures, whether you want to or agree with them or not. When they said you're not coming in here without a COVID test, many of you left. Why? Because you didn't was not pleased with that mandate. So it's the same thing in the in the natural. The same thing that you see. You think that our God is gonna come less under a natural ordinance? Are you mad? Let's let's rethink this madness that we're in. This is crazy. We have an ultimate businessman that has laid firm foundation firm foundational principles when we are hired into his kingdom when you decided to get born again that's exactly what happened you said yes to the whole kitten caboodle you didn't tell him well i'm gonna just do this part and this part and do this part but everything else i ain't gonna do honey this don't work that way you don't go to no corporation and tell the pepsi cola plant um you know what? I'm just not going to put this sugar in this cup right here today. I think I'm just going to run this pallet of Pepsi Cola the way I think it should be. I'm going to get my own formula and I'm going to put this in this Pepsi. And honey, it's going to go out to millions of people and I'm going to make a name for myself. Okay, the FBI be to your door. So show enough quick in a hurry. It happened out here to my husband plant. Somebody decided to pour and he, and he worked for a company, not Coca-Cola. They decided to put what they wanted in the drink on the job on camera. Hello. 
they were gone and bounced in less than five minutes. And the people are in the office watching them pour this stuff being run to go out to millions of people. What if those people died? Same translation to us as confident Christian women coaches. And we talked about this in our three-day training. Coach Tanisha Carroll, break it down for them, the three-day training that we had in Confident Woman Incubator virtual experience. Well, good evening, ladies. I um, the, the Confident Woman Incubator three-day virtual experience was... Uh, phenomenal. It was exceptional. It was, uh, we pulled every, I'm surprised that Coach Doreen is even able to um, be on the podcast this evening because we we sucked her dry. We pulled everything that we could out of her and she gave it to us. She gave um, the words and to encourage us to um, build the foundation. We talked a great deal about the progression of coaching. Um, that's that's the word that I held on to tremendously. Um, the progression of coaching. How do we get from the beginning? We've established ourselves as a coach. Now, how do you get from the beginning of your program to the end? What are the steps? What are your steps going to look like, how are you going to get there? And the primary thing that we really were able to do is get laser focused. Oftentimes, when we have businesses in our heart, you know, God gives us ideas, He gives us uh, information, He shows us things, but we need help to manifest it. We need help to bring it to pass because it can be so many things. Oh, do these parts. So what is it that we are going to get laser focused on? What is start with the one thing, start with the one thing. And when you get that one thing all the way fleshed out, then you can build on it, but you have to have a firm foundation. You have to have clarity about what your foundation is and and um, most importantly, knowing that as a kingdompreneur, that our foundation is God, our foundation is Christ, and we can build our businesses on Christ. We do not have to separate. As a matter of fact, we cannot we cannot separate uh, what we do on a day-to-day -day basis as Christian women coaches from our belief system from knowing who God is in our life, we cannot separate it from how we pour out onto our clients, how we write our books, how we um, share and coach our clients and, and how we connect with other women, with other coaches, with other businesses. We cannot separate who we are as believers. And so the last three days have really helped to catapult us as women coaches, as Christian women coaches into the next phase. One of the things I really appreciated is that Coach Doreen said, we are not, um, we're not talking about circles. It's all about ladders. Okay. And she, it's about going up. 
It's about going up. And I, what I love is that it's not just that she's going to show us that she's climbing the ladder, but she's going to say now that I got the ladder and I am going up. Here's how you go up. And so it 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 was a we um we also talked with we had some very wonderful um and impactful guests such as uh Dr. Lakita Munley and um um Alonia um what is Alonia Parks Dr. Alonia Parks it it was just a really fantastic um 3 days to to share and to uh grow as Christian women coaches and let's say that together. We need to get these things established in our heart. And then I'm going to turn it over to our sister in the UK because this is this is how she kicked off this podcast. Everybody's mics off. We're going to say it together and really understand who we are. Confident. Confident. Christian. Christian. Women. Women. Coaches. Coaches. And, and CEOs. CEOs. So that right there, just saying that and saying that repetitively, it shatters the misconception of what the competitor who is Satan, he's the competitor. It is he that steal, kills, and destroy. And so when we talk about this from a business con uh, connotation, we're here talking about all things business. We have to identify him as the competitor, and we are the kingdom penure. We have to understand exactly where we fit in the scheme of things. This is how you gain clarity of your specific mission. You cannot gain clarity of your mission and you have no clue who has commissioned you. I'm going to say that again. You cannot, it's impossible to gain clarity of your, your, not Sally, not Brenda, not Kat, not, uh, Miss uh, Coach Tanisha Carroll, not Coach Dory, your, you cannot get clarity of your specific, just start with the mission if you have no idea who has commissioned you. And you need to be real with yourself. Whose authority am I promoting? And whose authority am I under? Whose authority am I operating in? Whose mission am I advancing? Let's take a good look at what we are trying to advance in this marketplace. Is it the ultimate businessman, Jesus Christ agenda? Is it he that has commissioned me? And yes, I'm going to ask you, or is it the competitor? Are you under demonic influence and don't even know it or you know it and don't want to uh, make a change? Because what I'm seeing in the marketplace is that there are a lot of diabolical forces. You think that just because you're a Christian coach, you don't have diabolical forces that you are working against you? Are you mad? You, We have more adversity. And I gave them the workbook, Unlock Adversity Workbook. You are going to face even 10 times the pressure and the pressure of adversity is going to come against you 10 times greater. Just the simple fact that you have labeled yourself confident Christian woman coach. 
And this is why I have to coach the way I coach because I'm coach. I'm coaching. Sort of. I'm a certified business coach to confident women coaches. This is a different kind of conversation when you come talk to me. This. This is not. Uh, we're not here rolling out Pillsbury cakes. It's my job to equip you. Hello. Somebody had to equip me. That's why I followed my mentor for 20, say it with me, 20 years. I could, uh, 20. How do you think? Then I had to go study under my mentor to help me learn to be a teacher. Then I'm, in, I'm, do, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly putting myself in rooms with people that can train me and teach me. I'm on a waiting list now. I just got out of a coaching. I'm in another waiting list. I don't know how long I've been in this waiting list to get into another program. And while I'm waiting, I'm still studying. I still have to position myself to be able to equip those I'm called to serve. That is the bare minimum. That is the that is fundamental to coaching, honey. If you're not willing to study and if you're not willing to come into an environment to be teachable, to be trainable, you're not going to be profitable. It's not going to happen. But it all starts by asking yourself, who has commissioned you? Who is what authority are you functioning in? And you're going to have to make some hard decisions. God is looking for the uncompromisingly righteous. I think we talked about that the entire day too. He's not looking for any and everyone. He's not looking at your degrees. He don't care if you 10-time apostle. He don't care if you five-time bishop. Honey, He those titles came from him. And he knows those that are called by his own. You don't think he know that you ain't what you say you are? <laughs> Come on now. Come on now, you ain't impressed. You're not impressing nobody. Now, if that's your real call and you really identify with that and God knows you, that's between you and him. I, I don't have time to determine all of that. But y'all understand what I'm saying. God is looking for sincere people. And in this hour, he's raising us up on these matters. He's raising us up. He's using people like David. His own family despised him. He's looking for people like Joseph. His own brothers tried to kill him. He's looking for people like Daniel that are operating in such a degree of intelligence and wisdom that's anointed and appointed by God just simply because of a gifting. But he was rose up to powers of authority because what did he do? He acknowledged God in all of his ways. I don't care if I'm going to burn up. I'm still going to not do what God said not to do. I don't care if you put me and my three friends in this burning fire. The fourth man will show up. And guess what he did? He showed up. So the question is, are you lit, sister in the UK? I'm so encouraged by what you said. And um, it, it brings me to... Uh, remember a Bible verse um, that um, and when God kind of opened Matthew 6, 33, which says, seek the kingdom and his righteousness and all other things shall be added. And, you know, it was open to me to say, actually, when we talk about the kingdom, the kingdom as a king, that's why it's called a kingdom. There is a king there. And the other thing is, you know, I was, I was so pushed to look at the word seek. And seek actually means to request and to regain because really the kingdom belongs to someone. Someone is old then eh? because it was handed over. 
And even though Christ has taken that kingdom back, we still need to request and regain that kingdom. And, you know, one of the things, you know, that God is passionate about is God cannot come down. God, Jesus, our commanding officer, can only operate on the face of the earth legally through believers. Legally through believers. So the spirit of our commanding officer is looking for bodies to operate. You know, the bodies that will carry the finance, that will carry his spirit, that will carry, and that will not only carry it, it will colonize it. You know, I, 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 I read um, Matthew 6 this way. It says, request and regain the kingdom. Colonize it with God's standards and values. Then all other things shall be added to you. So we are called to colonize, to Everywhere we go with God's standard, God's value. When we are, you know, coaching people, we're colonizing them with God's standard and values. You know, when we are operating in different arenas, we are colonizing. The, the, the agenda of our commanding officer is that we are colonizing everywhere. And, you know, it makes me think when, when you know, when nations, they were, they were taking over kingdoms, like United Kingdom, they were taking over different nations. They colonize it, they settle there, they make the people speak their language, they make the people eat their food. And God wants us to colonize people, to begin to speak the language of God and to begin to carry the finance and, and to seek him. And you know what, when, when, and the thing is, God is calling us to be on those mountains, those mountains of finance or fashion and things like that. But one thing, you know, God opened my heart to see is that he actually says on that mountain is the temple. And the Bible says we are the temple. So, and the temple dwells the presence of God. So the king has to be in you for you to actually be able to, you know, express the kingdom and to be able to take the kingdom and to be able to colonize people with his standard and his values and is is quite important and you know like what you what you're saying uh, 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 about about are you actually commissioned to do it do you know what the commanding officer is asking of you and are you actually doing it according to the mandate according to the code of conduct which is the word of god that is the code of conduct and that is what or that is the standard and the value that we are meant to be using to colonize everywhere we go and if we're not in there then the colonizing is not going to go right because we're just going to colonize it with all sorts of different things and then people get confused and like you said yes a lot of people are totally confused they have a bit of god colonizing and a bit of something else and they they you know the devil kind of lied to them that they, they are colonized but they're not because they they haven't got the whole thing they've got some bits that is not of god um and it's it's and god is calling us as entrepreneurs as ceos as coach to actually take that mandate back to go and colonize the Wherever we find ourselves, the people that God has bring on to us in a sphere of influence to coach them, to show them God, to actually colonize those people with God's standards so that they can go out and colonize 
and so the god like i said the god the spirit of god is looking for bodies and the more people we colonize the more you know you know the bible says the knowledge of god will cover the earth as the water covered the sea if we don't go out and colonize people it, it's not going to happen that bible verse is, is just going to be there and i believe that's that's what we've been called to do the commanding officer needs our body to be able to go out there and colonize and give them the standard and as we walk in that standard then other things will come because they eat, there is no other choice I always say to people, if you if you produce results, it comes finance comes with the results, but it has to be the results that your commanding officer asks you to produce, you know, because then that finance is actually in the right place, and you will not be drawn towards the finance because the standard was right, the values was right, the mindset was right because you know that it was about the kingdom and the king because ultimately when we actually seeking the kingdom we're seeking the king because he's the one that makes the kingdom possible in the first place so i'm i'm excited about you know seeing people that god has brought to my sphere of influence to be empowered and to not quiver in fear oh i can't do that i can't do that oh that, that's not possible it is possible as long as we're doing it according to the standard and the value. And as long as we're doing that, there's no other choice but for other things to follow because God cannot lie. He says other things will follow. As long as we're colonizing with his standards and his value and we are in the mandate that he has given us, which is to multiply, to replenish, to subdue and have dominion. And one of the things I've noticed is that the first two are quite easy. People don't have a problem with you multiplying. <laughs> they don't have a problem with you, um, you know, replenishing. However, they must start having problem when you subdue because subdue means that you're taking control. When you not have dominion, oh my goodness, they just throw a dominion means that, you know, you have to do it God's way, the way I, the way of the standard and value that I've put in their life. And not a lot of people want to be subdued and or they don't want they don't want us. And the devil does not want us to have dominion because then we're taking the ground away from him. Yes. He doesn't yes. have dominion. And so I, I found in, in the different things I've done in terms of getting results and influencing people, I find that that multiply replenish it's not a problem it's why not start to subdue and have dominion that's where the problem is that's where like how come how come she can do that and i'm like yes because i've been given the mandate as long as i'm in the mandate and i'm doing it according to the word according to the standard and the value you can't stop me because the spirit of the kingdom i carry that and because i carried it you cannot subdue the spirit of the kingdom the spirit of the kingdom you sure can we talked about that on day two right tanisha we was we, we, we everything she's saying she's saying it in her it's like confirmation from what happened in day two uh you know how the shifting of the spirit came along you know people are trying to 
pull down the spear, but it's like she just, I love that. I love that. Let me write this in the chat. You cannot subdue the spirit. You cannot subdue the spirit of God. Wow, that's a loaded statement. I love it. I love it. I just want to encourage you to really, uh, you have this platform with your book. God is not done with that. There is a way where we can package it if you choose to work with me to really really hone in on your coaching what you're doing is laying a lot of foundational ground to um the coaching i hear in your program i hear how it's starting to i can see how it could be really developed into a very powerful coaching and where you can use your book to catapult it further and to reach more people because I can hear the elements of coaching in your voice. You just need someone to help you pull all that together and to really begin to, uh, you know, create and develop a business blueprint and just work with you and help bring all of this together. But I can hear a lot of the co coaching elements in your voice. What do you think? Um, funny enough, uh, the since the publish of my book a lot of things have happened that i didn't think has happened one of it is actually getting to meet you um i don't know you i got to know you from my book because i one of the things that i was kind of a close person so my social media was just for my friends however after i published my book for some reason that is still unknown to me i opened up my social media and so as a result of that different things start coming in and then i got you know a a a, a friend said oh have you heard of uh that's going and i was like no i haven't and so obviously i got um <laughs> i got in contact with you and here i, I am and things begin to happen and there were podcast going on there is like talk about having um sort of and one of the things and one of the things god god has taught me through this process is if god um if god orders something he will pay for it um and if it's god's idea he will pay for it things will just happen that you yourself it will be clear to you that this is this is not you trying to fix it this is god and i and i think that's the beautiful thing when we walk in the kingdom this journey becomes easy as it, when we're in the commanding officer's mandate it is easy because he, he he kind of we just need to put our feet in us in his in his footprint and go along and then it becomes easy and there are things that were coming and you know one of the one of the things that come was um i was quite intrigued and interested when you talk about the spanish because since i published my book i had people from pakistan who are interested in my book and i'm like i don't even speak the language oh my god what am i gonna do and and I begin and see those open doors. And yes, it, it take that coaching to bring it together because yes, you and that's one of the things God is is 
he, he's teaching me that yes, I'm giving you all these things, but it doesn't mean that I'm the only one that will tell you what to do. Sometimes you will have to get that, that support and that um, that arrangement somewhere and is to be able to know when to seek wisdom, when to seek guidance and not to think, oh God, God has told me to do it. So I just do it, even though I might do it in a shoddish way, but I'm still gonna do it. Uh, but it's about knowing when to say, okay, God, you've given me the sort of the Lord's blueprint, but I need to piece it together so that the puzzle actually come out the right way. And, you know, that's where actually seeking advice comes in so that God wants to serve a good meal. And if if you don't serve it well, then you leave a bad taste in people's mouth, even though the meal could have been nice. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to send you some information. Um and I would love to schedule a call with you to talk this through a little bit more. I'll send you an inbox, you know, right after the podcast and see if we can work out a, 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 you know, a 30 minute talk with one another to see if this is a, a good fit for you and I. Uh, but I do hear elements of, of, of coaching on the inside of you. And I do see that's the reason I reached out to you because you had the banner and that was the book you have about rain that spoke to me because um, I did an article for courageous woman magazine saying that your drought is over. And over two years ago, God spoke to me and asked me, are you ready to get wet? He told me to prepare for rain and I've been preparing for rain ever since. And so that's why I was teach the confident Christian women coaches that coach with me. You need to be preparing and so you're not waiting. You have yourself in position and condition to receive the rain. You don't wait till it starts raining and then these clients come in and you have no clue what to do with them. That is why you go through the process and the progression of coaching and those critical thinking moments to develop the business blueprint to lay the firm foundation get your structures, your policies and procedures in place. So when God does send you the influx of people, it doesn't overwhelm you. Mm -hmm. When you're getting five and 10 clients at one time, it's not overwhelming you because you already have the system and all you're doing is read, you know, you're re you're just replenishing and, re and duplicating the system that you already have. And, you know, we, spoke to dr james d foster in clubhouse and he was talking about that's what you call the economic engine you you get it out you get it right you go through these processes and you do the work and you set it up because eventually it's just going to be a uh, making money on repeat and that's called the economic engine he taught us that and i had my clients study what he was saying because he's a very influential person and he sits under other wealth coaches so in other in order to learn how to profit by faith you need to surround yourself from a gentleman's perspective and other people's perspective so you can get well-rounded and i strive to do that and i strive to bring in quality people that don't mind sharing their knowledge so what am i saying it's important to just go through these steps so that you can prepare for rain and that's what spoke to me when i saw your book cover all of that what god was teaching me years ago i'm seeing the fruition of it and so when i saw your book cover i said let me reach out to her i said because you told me to prepare for rain and she's literally 
got this book called Rain and I saw it and interpreted the way it identified with me. And then I didn't know you had this other book and now we're talking and now I'm seeing that you are called to set the standard. And God is looking for confident Christian women coaches that are not afraid to set the standard, to be the uncompromisingly righteous through the power of God. That doesn't mean that we don't sin. That's crazy. God already told us all of us sin and fall short of the glory. But what it does mean is that we're pressing toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And the high calling is upward, not downward. And that's what I hear in your voice. I hear it. And it, and it, it is a way to package that to very powerful coaching. So I will be following up with you. Coach Tanisha Carroll, you just smiling from ear to ear, girl. What you got to say? <laughs> My Lord, you smiling so big. It's them beautiful teeth. They all the way over here in the South Carolina. Jesus. <laughs> Well, you know, my smile is one of my, that's one of my power moves. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, but I, I am, I'm just excited. Um, I'm listening to, you know me, I'm always listening and pulling. Um, what, what, what are we going to say next? What am I going to, um, but be willing to set the standard. Um, I heard you just say that to her and, you know, when we set the setting the standard, it 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 means so much in our current society. And so we as Christian women, um, the world is looking for a standard to be set. And we have what is necessary to do that. And so when we begin to coach as Christian women and then as Christian women coaches, we are coaching women and coaching Christians and empowering them to be exactly who they were called to be. And um, I, I'm just excited about everything that um, has been said today and um, and uh, on top of what we learned the past three days. But um, I always love, you know, you, you, you know, I say um, this week, y'all, I gave uh, Coach Doreen um, a new new nickname, AK-47. <laughs> because when she go, you better have your pencil or recording device or something because it's coming like this. It's coming like this. You better be ready. You better be ready. That's AK right there. Oh my God. Coach Brenda, tell them to leave me alone. It's a compliment. Yes, it's a compliment. You're doing, you're doing the thing. <laughs> And I love hanging out with Coach Brenda on Clubhouse on Tuesday night. We have, you know, the room is so full of just an attitude of gratefulness. I wanted you to talk a little bit about your room so people can get involved. We want to increase the tenants there um, because you have what you're doing is needed. Just to take that hour or so to just recenter and just being thankful. It's a very simplistic room. It's nothing yeah. fancy, but yeah. I love how you're directing us to just really get back to being thankful and grateful for just the simple things. And I hear that in your message on Tuesday and I try to come as much as I can. My schedule is so crazy, mm -hmm. but I still try to show up and support you as much as possible. Talk about your room and clubhouse. Yes, we. I have a room that God called me to do because I'm not on Clubhouse as much. Don't really have the time to be on there like that. But he called me to do a room called Testimony Tuesday. And that is where we're going to, no flesh is glorified there, you know, 
what we do is we just give her a testimony. And I say, always say that no testimony is ever too small or too great because God gets the glory from them all. So we're going to give him that glory that he deserves through our testimonies because he's given us this miracle signs and wonders in our lives. So that comes on that room is called Testimony Tuesday. And of course, it's just the name of the room because we're going to give God the glory every single day of, of the year. Okay, every every chance we can get. Okay, and the room is 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 no fluff. It's just coming on, as Coach Doreen said. It's no fluff. It's just coming on, giving your testimony. If God woke you up in the morning. That's a testimony. Okay, and that gives Him the glory, not you, because we don't wake up on our own. We think we wake up with our with our alarm clocks or by our alarm clocks. We don't. Okay, I can tell you that. Sometimes God will wake you up at three in the morning for you to read your Bible, to pray or whatever you need to do. And sometimes that's just, he'll do that. We'll say, well, wonder why I can't go back. Then you're not supposed to go back to sleep. So to stay up, <laughs> stay up and, and do what he's called you to do. But Testimony Tuesday is where you're going to come on and you're going to just be for real and just tell of the goodness of God in your life. It's really that simple. And when people come on, they, there is a release. There is a, you know, there, there is a blessing in being obedient because we don't know who's listening to those replays and who's going to be blessed by them. So that's why, I mean, I encourage anyone to come on Testimony Tuesday. It's at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it is on Clubhouse. It's called Testimony Tuesday. And we have a great time. The testimonies have been great. Some of the people, I think some of the people who are on here now have been on Testimony Tuesday. And uh, as I said, it's giving God the glory. Who doesn't want to give God glory? I mean, he's the one who, we live, move, and have our being in him. So we don't want to, who doesn't want to give him glory for just having us here, having us to wake up every single day? We don't wake up on our own. That's what we need to understand. He gives us that ability to wake up and to see another day, to thank him. And it's just that simple. We don't make, we won't, we don't want to make it complicated. It's just that simple. Just giving him the glory. It's, it's you know, every day is a testimony that you wake up and that you, you're able to speak that you're able. So it's a very simplified room, but yet it gives God the glory because he knows the intentions of your heart. He knows the intention of my heart because of course, you know, he said, do this. I've been doing it since February. So I've been, so the whole thing is to be obedient to the call, you know, and, and, and that's what I want to always try to do because I don't want to get out there and do something and then do it half stepping. I don't do that when my name, well, especially God's name is on it. Okay. So if he calls me to do something, I'm not going to, I'm going to do it with integrity. I'm going to do it with diligence and I'm going to make sure I'm on there to do what he's called me to do. So I mean, you know, this is what I do. And he's blessing. I believe he blesses those who are listening to it and the, all those who come on. And, and Coach Doreen has been on and giving her testimony. I mean, it's just great testimony. Go back and listen to some of the things on the replay that Coach Doreen uh, had said as well. I love, Coach Doreen, when you said that the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit taught you everything you know about reading. Now, who does, I'm, right now I'm getting, I, I call it the Holy Ghost chill bus, but I, right now I'm getting chills. Seriously, it's not because I have a lot of air, but I'm getting Holy Ghost chill bumps. 
because the world needs to hear that. Who, who taught you? The Holy Spirit? Really? Well, he teaches us. He leads us and guides us into all truth. So I can believe it. We can believe that as Christians. But the world needs to understand that. Because they're not going to believe that. No, when I tell it, they try. When I tell, when I tell my testimony, Coach Brenda, people try to twist it and say, "Oh, you're saying that you taught yourself." I I, I correct, I correct them very quickly. I said, "No, I did not teach myself." I said, "No human person taught no. me how to read. I was only five. How could I possibly taught myself?" That's crazy. What you're you're trying to trying to take the glory from him. Yeah. And I told him a long time ago that I would tell that story to the day yes. I die because I want people to understand I had no knowledge of reading. I mm -hmm. was only five years old. I was literally um, migrated from Bronx, New York, taken from my paternal grandmother who raised me five years of my life and treated me very well, automatically put into a dysfunctional home where both of my parents were trying to kill me. Then I went to school and they were trying to kill and destroy my spirit. So those hours that I had to spend outside because I was not allowed in the house to dry my hair, I had to spend outside hours and hours as a five-year-old little girl. That was my connection to creation. By me connecting to creation and looking at the sky and studying the sky, I always had, I developed the gift of poetry. I, I began to speak poetry before I could read or write. I would speak the poetry and there lied in the divine connection. This is how I met the uh, the most wonderful person ever to live, which was the Holy Spirit. Of course, at that time, I didn't know anything about what was happening, but I did know through revelation knowledge, the Bible says childlike faith, and we've mm -hmm. all been given that measure of childlike faith. I was given childlike faith to when that teacher told me that I immediately, I immediately, when I was outside on my swing, I looked up and I said, you teach me how to read. Okay. And I, you know, when I tell it, some people receive it. And then some people trying to try to change the testimony saying, oh, well, you just taught us. I was like, no, I correct them. I did not teach myself anything i was just telling them on day two i still have struggles with the math when i got to and I, that's why my 20-year journey took me 20 years to get the papers on my wall because my mind i was never taught in school this type of math in order to pass college so uh i ran from it and it was very painful because i felt dumb i felt like something was wrong with me it was just a struggle plus i was a single parent i didn't have a car i had to walk in the night to school it just it was, it was just horrific dark time in my life and god would not leave me alone i've always had a desire to learn ever since i was five years old he gave me that desire to be a lifelong learner and i'm still learning i'm still he taught me the strategy not of how to do the math but I'm a strategist. So he came to my transitional skill of knowing how to strategize. And he gave me specific instructions that I had to carry out, which is why I tell my clients, you have to discipline yourself. I had to get up three o'clock in the morning, study for one hour, get to Larry Green's class, 7.15, be there to eight o'clock, get to his medical class at nine, go to the math and stay there an hour, go downstairs and go to the math hub with the Pacific 
trained tutor just for me. God placed me in connection with different tutors for three and four hours. I did not go home till five o'clock, come down the, to come down an hour and 15 minutes to pick up my son, then do travel ball, then do volleyball, then cook seven days a week. My husband had to eat. He was working. So when we, when we bring these excuses, well, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't know how to do it. Honey, I done been there, done that. And if God can deliver and break me from procrastination of 20 years, this is why I can coach now the three P's being delivered from pressure, procrastination through persistence. And I'm still walking out that principle. This is not something that I just do not have not lived. I can mm -hmm. coach it because I've lived it and I'm still pressing to learn how to live it. You never stop learning. I never stopped learning. God is on me now. Some things in my life I didn't even know I was procrastinating about. But it's this season that I'm in. He has me not watching TV. Why does he have me not doing that? Because he wants to talk to me. It's some things he needs to unlock in me. Because where he's taking me, I can't stay in this place. But I would have never known these issues were inside of me or that I had to deal with unless I heard him say, cut it off. Cut it off. I don't want you doing that. I want you with me. So, you know, it's certain things that we must understand. And I appreciate that you respect that. You know, I'm telling the truth. No mm. human person. Yeah. No human person did not teach me how to read. I still have, you know, all these papers. I tell you all the time. I have notebook. That's how I learn. I have to write things down. I have to highlight it. I'm not I'm still not a very good speller that sometimes make me feel embarrassed because people correct me in my spelling, but I just be quiet and let them correct me and help me because I'm still learning um, this. I can know the word in my mind, but sometimes it's hard for me to uh, do the phonics of it. And lo and behold, for half of my school career, what did I end up doing? Teaching, reading. Really? I got awards for, really? I, I mean, it's crazy literally just Fannie Mason, when I went over to um, Marlborough County, he, the first place she puts me in, oh, well, you're going to be a corrective reading teacher. What? <laughs> I have no degree. I have no form. I, ha I have nothing but the mantle and a mentor that, as I said, Janice Sanders, that taught me how to be a teacher. I'm telling you, my story is so crazy. If you think God, if you think God can't use you, look at, please look at me and hear what i'm saying if he can use me and if he can use a donkey in about in the bible he can use anybody Amen. and so you know we are overpass over our time this has been so good here for confident woman incubator clubhouse i'm um, excuse me confident woman incubator podcast you can follow us on clubhouse as well confident woman incubator clubhouse we have so many rooms going on each uh, just about three days out the week. You can follow me at Doreen.l.re. You can join Confidoma Incubator Clubhouse as well. We'll be back here next week for Confidoma Incubator Podcast. We appreciate all of our international guests. Thank you for making this event possible. All Things Business World Tour. I always want to be authentic when I say world tour. Coach Tanisha, do you think we've been on a world tour? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you have met so many. How many? How many women you met from so many countries? Can you? Do you remember? <laughs> 
Well, this see, only God, and only God can do that because we don't even have to leave our homes. And that's, that's right. What, I mean, look at what he's doing worldwide. Yeah. Is that possible? Of course it is. All things are possible with God. And who knew? Yes. <laughs> who knew? And Coach Nisha said, I'm always in rooms with people I don't know. I take that as a compliment because yeah. it's part of my job to expand our network and to make sure that we share, connect, and grow and build. That's how we go up ladders, like when we meet new people. So uh, Coach Tanisha, I need you to stay after one second. I need to mention something to you. Ladies, we're going to conclude our broadcast, Confident Woman Incubator podcast. Y'all know what to do. Drop it in the comment. Hashtag the Confident Woman. We'll see you next week. for joining Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Letson-Reed, certified business coach to confident Christian women coaches. I would love the opportunity to share, connect, grow, and build with you to unlock what's inside you in all things business. Let's connect right now as you go to my website, www.doreenletsonreed. I'll see you there.